Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well on this fabulous and wonderful Monday morning. I'm sure everybody's just excited and giddy to get the day going, and uh, which we all know is not true. Everybody hates Mondays with a passion. And uh, oh well, it is here, and you might as well just accept it and make the best out of it that you can to get up grumbling, complaining, dragging your heels, slapping and slinging and uh, it's not going to change anything. You still got to get up. You still got to go to work. You still got to do what's got to be done. And, uh, you know, you might as well just have a good attitude about it. Do it as unto the Lord and uh, your day will go far better if you have that kind of attitude. And uh, it's not easy to do. And uh, not everybody's a morning person like me. I'm ready to, I'm, I'm up and early and ready to joke and have fun and uh, have a good day. But then my problem is I'm way up here in the mornings but by afternoon i'm dragging and uh, ready to take a nap so uh that's my that's my biggest problem but anyway well no that's not my biggest problem that's one of many let's put it that way so let's see what we got watching this morning that tracy little amy oaks turner jennifer honeycutt kelly Jeanette swift Brandy Boyd Young, Terry Eric Webb, and uh, many, many more watching, and I appreciate you all for tuning in and joining me. All right, let's go ahead at this time. Let's do our Pledge of Allegiance, if we may. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands, one Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life and liberty to all who believe. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. It will hide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. All righty. Praise the Lord, as always, for these wonderful, wonderful verses that we get to, uh, 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 verses, these pledges, rather, that we get to uh, do each and every morning, and the freedom to do so. Hello, Terry Hutchison, appreciate you good uh, coming in, and uh, good morning. Well, I guess it's time for Mad Matt's uh, news and comment. <laughs> you know, it is... Uh, uh gosh you know guys it is uh worrisome and troublesome uh to know that uh when this title 42 is lifted uh the fact that we are looking at a real invasion uh, on our southern border factors people literally waiting for this to be lifted unless joe biden does something very radical you know that's one of the things that he said that our borders were the most secure in our history under Trump and, uh, Trump and Biden made every effort to dismantle that and destroy it, not because it was what was needed and what should be done, but because out of his spite for Trump and therefore left us vulnerable. And uh, that is only one of many, many asinine things that this lunatic has done. And I tell you what, I am so sick of seeing Hillary Clinton uh, running her mouth about anything. Uh, I, I can't uh, begin to describe my disdain for this individual. Her treasonous acts during the uh, 2016 presidential election, she should be in jail alone. And uh, I've had a belly full of that uh, altogether. But of course, you know, uh, this what's going on in Ukraine, uh, the fact that uh, showing how evil that Putin in Russia 
uh, is is at this point. Uh, they were using children as human shields in front of their tanks so that Ukraine uh, wouldn't uh, bomb or shoot at them. Now that's that's evil, man, uh, to use not only human shields but children. That is Nazi level evil, uh, without a doubt. And uh, of course, finally, uh, we come to this whole woke situation uh, with Disney. Uh, the fact that they have come out saying that uh, by the end of the year, they plan on making uh, their characters, at least 50% of them, LGBTQ. Again, as I said last night, this is a minority. This is the tail wagging the dog. And uh, the fact that uh, uh, only 0.3% of the nation even deals with these issues, but you would think it was the majority. Uh, not only that, uh, but uh, the uh, uh, hyper-homosexual teenage uh, promoting uh, homosexuality uh, targeting teenage children, this whole uh, red panda, whatever it's called, uh, uh, how it's pushing uh, over-sexualized uh, characters, uh, uh, disobedience to parents, putting down religion, uh, getting into feminine hygiene things that kids don't need to be aware of at this point in time in their lives as a discussion for uh, pubescent daughters to have with their mothers uh the fact they're pushing this kind of thing is uh is intolerable and disgusting and sick and how they want to brainwash and indoctrinate our children grooming of our children you know disney of all places should be a area of fantasy of a place for family uh and and, um, and of innocence and these things should be left at the door, the, uh, the political, uh, the, uh, uh, this humanist, uh, uh, this perversion, uh, this, this whole thing that they're doing should be left at the door. Concentrate on good stories. Concentrate on things that uh, 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 morality. But no, they don't, they don't want to do that. They want to push uh, their own agendas uh, in place of that, and it's, it is repulsive and disgusting, to say the least. And uh, Christians, you're going to have to wake up. It's time to get your head out of the, the proverbial sand and start uh, making a stand and pushing back. And from what I've read, I can what I can tell, a lot of people have. They're uh, uh, done with Disney, and I hope that they are. And there are, are alternatives, uh, like the Ark Encounter and things like, as the, uh, the like uh, that uh, they could take their kids to. But uh, uh, it is uh, it's so sad to see the moral decline of our nation, which should not be any surprise when you're removing God from every area and strata of our society. Uh, should be no shock uh, to see how the pendulum has swung so far to the left uh, and that they, uh, uh, there's little to no ethics involved in our day-to-day lives. All right, my friends. Hello, Mike Hensley and Debbie Jackson Sipe. I appreciate you wonderful people for tuning in. All right, my friends, at this time, let us look at, at uh, Romans chapter 5. Uh, it says, Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. All right, praise the Lord uh, for that uh, uh, wonderful uh, verse that we can look at this morning. And uh, and that was Romans uh uh, I'm sorry here, that was Romans 5, and uh, did I give you the right verse? No, I did not. I actually gave you the wrong verse. Um, it's supposed to be Romans 5, 1. I apologize. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through, t- through him, we have also obtained access by faith and to the grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. So I apologize. It was supposed to be Romans 5, 
1 through 2. When I read that, I thought that does not seem right at all. And so I dare, I do apologize, my friends, for that error. And uh, please overlook me. I know that it's hard to believe that uh, I am um, not perfect. I know that there is rumors going around. I hate to disappoint. <laughs> so, <laughs> but anyway, uh, I apologize. When I read it, I thought, I don't think that's right. So I'm sorry. So my friends, you know, in regards to, you know, we just talking about this Disney movie and, uh, and how, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of people push back against uh, this movie. I, what was that? I had to, I posted it, but I can't remember. My, my mind has went blank. What was the name of that again? Uh, Turning Red. That's the name. I keep wanting to this talks about a red panda, but it's called Turning Red is the name of it. But as is the one area that, uh, you know, there's several areas that are, you know, it can, you look at, if you read the article I put on there, it talks about the positive aspect. You know, there, there are some things on there that's kind of cute and friendly. But it's the the underlying issues that is being pushed out there as far as um, uh, being disobedient, uh, to uh, reject religion, uh, to, you know, whatever it is you want to do. And as long as it feels good, it's okay. See, that's the problem we have in our society. It's whatever feels good is okay and you can just do whatever it is you want to do we live in a society of laws for a reason you can't just do whatever it is you want to do like in my household there are rules my children have to follow they have to be home at a certain time they have to make sure they have their homework done they have to make sure they're progressing in school properly and i wish i could say they have to keep the room clean but that is like a beating my head against the wall it, it is you know that is just a, a losing battle but the thought is there <laughs> nonetheless but you get my point uh, that there is reasons why there are laws and boundaries and rules in place so that they will understand to what it means to abide by those laws and rules so that they will be the type of citizens uh, that the society needs. And the reason why we do those things is because of God's word, we are obedient to the Father. See, we have rules, if you will, in God's word. Now, there's people out there that say, that's why I'm not a Christian, because I don't have to, I don't like having to say, you can't do this or you can't do that. It's not like that it, it is not a you are people you know they think that they're being freed by not doing what god says but they're putting themselves under the bondage of sin and they're actually being held down far more than if they were doing the things of god which is more freeing uh by doing the things of god and god only puts tells us these things not to do because it's only for our protection just like my children i say no to this because of the possible dangers and risks that are involved sometimes i have to say no because i do it out of love now they can do at what their earthly father tells them and they will stay on the right path or they can reject that do what they want to do because they still have free will and as a result they will have to suffer the consequences of those actions and that's exactly what our uh, uh, what we do as Christians, we can reject what God is telling us to do, but we will suffer those consequences as a result of rejecting God's word. And that, so, when again, when you're taking out the things of the golden rule and you're taking it, removing the things of God, then why then then those boundaries are removed? So then anything goes. Why why follow the law? Why 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 do I have to do these? It's like I was reading an article uh, earlier uh, where they have this thing called furries. <laughs> this is I mean to show how mentally ill our society has become. 
these, these claims that these children, and I even saw a video, uh, I don't know if it was a news segment or 2020 thing, I can't remember what it was I watched, but where these kids identify as a furry, uh, which means they could be a cat or a dog, they're allowed to uh, participate or not participate in class, they can lay at the foot of their teacher's feet like an animal they can lick their hands or they're like a, they're you know, resembling paws and they can growl and howl and they can bark and meow and it's just and you and the kids are not allowed to make fun and allow it's nuts people i mean it is absolutely insanity what we are seeing in our society you know, that's when you need to jerk their little fannies up and say, no, you're not going to act like that. You're not an animal. You're a human being. Now get in your seat and act like somebody. You know what I mean? It's just like, you know, that's why we have uh, all these snowflakes being um, brought up uh, that cannot handle society. That's why we have to have uh, stress dogs at ETSU because they just, when they get stressed, they got to pet a dog and, you know, save spaces. Uh, you know, that's why we have... Uh, as I saw where uh, the softball girls were upset because the coach was mean. He hollered at us, you know. <laughs> he played sports. A coach is going to holler at you. Uh, you know, it is. Uh, and now I saw where they want to do away with tackle football for kids because it's just too rough. I mean, guys, come on. All right? I mean, it is just, you know, I don't know what these people are going to do when they get into the real world. You know, when they had to face a boss that is mean. That is not nice. Dealing with people who are really bullies, who are your supervisors, who are not nice people. What are you going to? What are, what are they going to do when you got a boss that's just a jerk and says, "Hey, you got to do this, this, and this," and I don't want to hear nothing about it? They go, "Where's my support dog? I need to pet him." Or what are you going to do? Lay at his feet, and start licking your paws? I mean, come on! It's just it's nuts. You know that's why we got to get back to the things of God. And get back to those things, uh, the fundamentals uh, that uh, that our society was built on, and we have to have those boundaries. You know, just like what I put on this on the written devotion. You know, without boundaries, it's like jumping a fence and not realizing that the Grand Canyon was on the other side. I mean, you know, and you know, we have those those boundaries for a reason. But here's the bottom line, my friends. When we look at this, these these verses that we're reading this morning, uh, is the fact that. Because of what Christ has done for us. You know, it is um, it's so sad those who want to reject the gospel. It's so sad those who want to reject Christianity. It's so sad those who want to reject Jesus Christ. And, you know, I, must, you want, I want you to ask yourselves. If you were to... Uh, um, wait a minute, hold on here. Mike Gizzi said, I tried self-identifying as a millionaire, but my bank account ratted me out. <laughs> No doubt. And Jennifer says, excuse me, they're going to Will Smith on the yeah, really. <laughs> but you know, here's the bottom line. You know, not only we are to put Christ first uh, in our lives, obviously, but here's the thing. If you were to stand before God today and Jesus Christ, uh, God Almighty, said, why should I let you into heaven? What would you say? You know, what? what is your reaction? What is your response? Maybe that's a, a homework assignment uh, for you uh, to think and ponder on today and this week alone. If I died today and was asked, why should I be led into heaven, what would you say? Hopefully, your response would be, because I believe in what Jesus Christ done for me. I believe that his blood was shed for me. I believe in his atoning work on the cross and that he rose from the grave for me, that I've placed my faith in him. 
And uh, that's why, because of your justice was demanded. And because of that, uh, Jesus Christ paid that debt that I could not possibly pay. He paid a debt he did not owe. And, you know, that you don't know, have to be word for word, obviously, but along those lines that you understand that it was the blood that was shed for you that's the reason why you are allowed to get entrance into heaven. You know, it is, uh, you know, we read again these verses uh, this morning. And let me, let me bring that back up just real quick for those who might have just been tuning in. And uh, particularly since I read the wrong verse this morning. But um, there you go. Romans 5, 1 through 2. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him, we have also obtained access by faith and to this grace in which we stand. And we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. My friends, is because of what Christ done for us. We have been justified. We have been sanctified. We have been redeemed. We have been bought out. And, uh, you know, I hope that you don't take that lightly. And I think sometimes people look at their salvation. They're like, uh, yeah, I'm saved and I'm getting to heaven. And uh, that's a good thought. And I, I know that's where I'm going. But they're still too focused on their day-to-day activities. They're too focused on, uh, on temporal uh, events. And uh, we need to make sure that we do not take it lightly of what Christ has done for us and that we owe him in a major way and that we want to demonstrate obedience. We want to demonstrate that through good works. Again, as I was demonstrating last night, it's not good works that enters you into heaven. It is good works because we want to show that obedience to God the Father. We want to honor him in our thought, word, deed, and actions, that we're growing in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, that we want to be Christ-like in every aspect and area of our lives, that we are light in this world. In this world of darkness, because as I was talking about last night, how we are surrounded by such uh, uh, wicked uh, individuals uh, in this world. Evidence every day of what we're surrounded by. And therefore, we have to shine that much brighter and not be brought down to that level. And, and we need to show the distinction between us and the world. And uh, praise God. Praise Jesus. You know, here we're almost on the cusp of, of Easter. And we're reminded of that great sacrifice. You know, it's, it's so hard to watch the Passion of the Christ, and uh, that's probably of all the movies, that's probably the most realistic of, of uh, understanding what Christ had to do for us. And I know it's easy to want to justify our sins. It's easy to want to make excuses for when we do wrong. But uh, you need to think about the great sacrifice, because it should have been us who was whipped like that. It should have been us who was nailed to that cross, and it should have been us who died. And we don't need to, to, uh, to minimize that substitutionary atonement of what Christ done for us. And therefore, we need to serve him every day with thought, word, deed, and action. God has those boundaries for a reason. It's not to keep you down. It's not to oppress you. In fact, it is freedom from the, the oppression of sin. And so, therefore, we have freedom in Christ Jesus. And so we need to understand, even though the world wants to take away those boundaries, and by doing so, people are leaping to their um, eternal deaths uh, to hell uh, as they're jumping over the, the fence into the Grand Canyon, so to speak, uh, and instead of turning to Jesus Christ. And what's so sad is when you have uh, you know, like these churches like Hillsong that have just are doing such damage uh, to Christianity, uh, you know, it's even harder to try to get through to these people because when you see something like that, then they're jaded and they, are, they don't want nothing to do with Christ Jesus. So they want to reject it. And so therefore, we have to try that much harder to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. My friends, we are at a, at a 
crescendo, if you will. Uh, we're at a point in time in history where I think that it's coming to a head. And I do believe that Jesus Christ is returning soon. So I hope that you'll make that decision today. And if you have made that decision, make sure that you're living for Christ. Make sure that you're growing in Christ Jesus. Don't be stagnant. You know, so many people, I think they've become to a point in their lives where they just, you know, they're happy where they're at. They don't want any more and they don't want any less. You know, as is brought up yesterday about having a second service again. And my response was, uh, you know, it's not that I'm not I'm opposed to having two services, but our attendance isn't to the effect of uh, uh, where we, there's there's no reason to have one. Now, if we were busting at the seams, then yeah, we should have go by two services. But right now, we're, we're, it's just, it's not even near what it used to be in attendance. But one of the biggest problems I have with two services is the aspect of attitude of most people want two services because they have the attitude of, I want to get it over with so I can go do what I want to do. I know it because I've heard it. Yeah, let's, I want to get this over with so then we can go ride our bikes or we can go to the lake or we can do this. That's all it's about. It's not because it's needed. It's, it's, excuse, it's why they view church. Well, I just, I, I just got to get this over with so I can go do what I want to do. That's not the attitude we need to have towards church. We need to come to church to worship, to be with like-minded believers, to want to grow and to learn and to know more about the Lord. We should be meeting it with excitement. Yes, I can't wait to go to church. Not of, this is a chore, let me get it over with so I can go do what I want to and have fun for the rest of the week and I have to go do this, this, this drudgery once more for an hour and then I get to go do what I want to. That's the problem I have uh, with having two services. Now, like I said, if the church gets to the point where it is needed, then I'm all for it if it's needed. But I'm not going to do it just because people want to have an excuse so they just get it over with. That you got that attitude, you need to get over that. And to make sure you're approaching church in the right way. You're approaching worship in the right way. You have the right attitude when you're coming for God Almighty. Humbling ourselves and seeking God out daily. All right, my friends, let us have a quick word of prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us to serve you with all of our heart, soul, mind, body, and being. Lord, help us to understand uh, the why you have established these boundaries. Help us to understand and know why we need to learn more and to grow. Help us to appreciate your atoning work and substitutionary atonement on the cross, Lord Jesus. Help us to serve you with, with everything that we have. Help us to seek you out daily. And Lord, for anyone watching or listening this morning that doesn't know you, let us pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, I just pray to be with all my brothers and sisters in Christ who are watching this morning. That you watch over, God, and protect them. Keep them safe and well. Be with our kids they are going to school and work and play. Watch over and protect them. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for protecting my little girl. Let her go into the beach and back home safely without any problems or complications. Lord, I do want to lift up our brother in Christ, Tony Peters. Uh, Lord, I do pray for Larry Knight and Dinah. Uh, Lord, I pray that you'll continue to be with Ron Thompson. Uh, Lord, I pray that you'll be with James and Amanda Vanover, that you bring healing upon them. Uh, Lord, I pray that you'll be with so many who have offered up uh, prayer requests and concerns. And Lord, you know the hearts and minds and needs of each and every person watching this morning. Lord, help us serve you well. And Lord, let us be a light in this world of darkness. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, my friends, I surely appreciate you all for tuning in and watching this morning. Hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.